0: Love, love,
1: lust, lust, and that soul.
0: your boy the red bearded assassin ceo Hayes, is in the building with the best nipples in the game that is <laughs> lovely miss badass jones what's going on aj ah
1: <laughs> oh, what a great way to start the week <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: oh my gosh how are you
0: i'm blessed i can't complain at all i've um it's been an interesting interesting week um, you know we're gearing up for the live show it's just it's i had a great podcast i know you i, I think you've listened to it um with bj on change the subject this week great podcast me anytime me and bj get together it's good it's a dope conversation um kind of on a high off that to be quite honest because it was just a really good conversation i love it when it's received well and for him too i know how hard how hard he works on this podcast and i think he's finally starting to get some of the notice he's deserved for the better part of a year so i'm happy for him
1: Good. That's very, very good. He's got, he's got good energy. I like him. He's good people.
0: Yeah, he's, he's very good people. One of the realest people you meet. Um, but yeah, how's Detroit. your week been though?
1: He's based in Detroit? Yes. I'm actually going to be in Detroit this weekend. I can hit <laughs> him up.
0: Oh, I could tell Lee too.
1: <clears throat> How <my laughs> has my week been? I'm going to punch you right in your esophagus, but that's okay. <laughs> um, Week. My week has been it's been interesting um i hosted a 40th a 40th birthday gala this past weekend uh which was exhausting um but it was a really great event and yeah it's it's been it's been a good it's been good so far
0: it's good it's awesome that's awesome um i had a question for you but it completely lost my train of thought oh well <laughs> nonetheless
1: stuff to get into but like before I just want to say, okay, like I know that on the Awakened Soul you have talked about like the Cardi B drugging men and all the da 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 <laughs> and all that stuff. Um, mm-hmm. We don't know that we have time to get into it today, but at some point in time, like from the perspective of having like this podcast, I would I would like us to talk a little bit about it. Maybe not today because we've got like a gazillion things to cover today and some long ass topics and some long ass questions and.
0: I mean, oh, some but I mean, we can always move some stuff to next week if we end up going long. But I mean, if you want to get into it, I mean, it's no better time than right now. What, what's your opinion on it?
1: Um, honestly, the same way that they they did the witch hunt with Bill Cosby for mm-hmm. what he did some odd years ago, she needs to be charged, plain and simple. Like I'm not—I had this conversation with someone uh, through social media, and, and he's like, you know, I respect you because there are a lot of women who are saying, oh, well, you know, she just did what she had to do to survive and all this sort of shit. And I'm thinking like. That's a bunch of bullshit because I'm thinking like 30 years ago, I'm pretty sure some of the women that Bill Cosby, whatever, he drugged and, and, you know, finessed and all them kind of things. Some of them were probably into it. It was the age of drugs and sex and all them things there. Right. But then it's like, okay, so hers, her transgressions are more recent and nobody seems to have a problem with it. And I just don't get it. Like what's good for the goose should be good for the gander. And she shouldn't get away with it just because she's a chick. Like that's just dumb to me. You drugged and robbed people. There are charges that should be associated with that. You know what I mean? Like, I don't I don't get it. I don't understand because it's a woman because she has a vagina. That means what she shouldn't be charged. I don't understand. Explain it to me, please.
0: Well, I don't think there's anything to charge her with the, the victims would have to come forth. There's, and, and unless they do, there's there's no charges to be made. Um, but I agree with you. If they do decide to come forward at this point, um, I just think with the. Uh, it, it'll be hard, A, to prove and B. Most of these men were honestly, they, they were paying sex, sex workers. Chances are they were married. They're high-powered businessmen. They're not going to come forward. Um, but I agree with you. If they do, if there was an ability to charge her, then yeah, she should be charged just like any man would. And I think that victimization of men goes unnoticed in this country so much, and in general, because I think we ignore it. Or like even taking, I, I know this was didn't have a sexual element, but like for example- for example, yeah. when um when teachers, for example, sleep with uh young boys, like some people, yeah, they get charged more nowadays, but some people take it as, oh, they're just having sex and it's not cool. So
1: Right, but then if it's a male teacher that fools around with a, a young female, he has to go to jail because like he's the scum of the earth and, and this, that, and the third. Like, I don't know. Like I, I just think that whatever is good for the, the goose is good for the gander. If any of those men, you know what I mean, shame aside or whatever decide to come forward, yeah, she should face criminal charges. because they, It's just absurd, you know? And I just, I'm not for anything that bashes any one gender, and I'm not for anything that's unfair to any one gender, you know? We say all the time, like you and I, you know, they always, like you have women who say, oh, like men are dogs, men are shitty. People are dogs, and people are shitty, you know what I mean? You have women that act like fucking bitches all the time, and they're shitty, you know? It's not gender-specific. and And those kind of penalties and those kind of punishments should also not be gender-specific. We shouldn't turn a blind eye to it just because, like, it's a check or laugh it off because it's a woman like that. I'm just not for any of that foolishness. I just don't support it in any way, shape or form. Wrong is wrong. Whatever skin it comes in.
0: Yeah. I a hundred percent agree with you. So, I mean, and the people who are excusing it, who, what she had to do, what she had to do. That's bullshit. There's nothing, no situation in which you have to drug and rob someone like doing what you have to do. I look at that as okay, she was selling her pussy. Okay, if you have to do that, you have to do that. Like, if you have to survive. But to say she's doing what she has to do as far as drugging and victimizing other people, no, nah, player. That's not what you don't have to do that. So, yeah, I agree That's
1: an absolute choice.
0: <sighs> Fuck it. Um,
1: <laughs> I'm going to drug you and take advantage of you on 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 uh, May 4th weekend. Okay. I'm not. Cause I, I, can, I don't want I'll your... sign
0: consent. You you'll be good.
1: No, what do you mean? What do you mean? You can't sign a consent. It's I want to a... like against your will. I want you to fight back a little bit. Not a lot, just a little. <laughs>
0: <laughs> You're crazy.
1: Man, we are a month out from the show, and I'm starting to get really
0: nervous. I know you punked out of this this raffle, which.
1: Okay, no, Don't say it like that. I haven't yet. I'm still like you know i'm still up in the air okay so this is my thing like someone had brought to my attention like suppose the person who wins the raffle is like a total creep right Mm -hmm. who's gonna be here to protect me
0: me you think i'm gonna let you go all you got listen yes they get to raffle a date with you they get to sit alone with you that doesn't mean i'm not gonna show up at magically show up at the restaurant at the bar and just kind of watch from afar i'm gonna leave you to the wolves by yourself aj come on now what if somebody tries to steal me? Ah, ah, First of all, you're you're a national treasure. It would start a war between Canada and the United States if that if somebody was to kidnap you on the United States soil. On top of that, you'd have me, and I'm like Liam Neeson and taken. I'd be like, okay, don't worry about it. I'm gonna find you.
1: Set of special skills.
0: Yeah, a set of special skills. <laughs> yeah, of special skills. Ooh, okay.
1: Well then, um, hold on. I don't know what my crazy cat is doing um yeah we, we can we can we can go ahead with it i just you know i had reservations about it
0: <laughs> my question is how many yes. of your tattoos are going to be showing at this live show
1: man i'm gonna cover up from my i'm gonna come dressed like a nun <laughs> i don't want to entice nobody into nothing like, I I
0: don't want I've do completely re- redone my revamp my first of all in the live show. There will be an outfit change. I'm just letting everyone know I will be you having changing- an outfit change. Huh?
1: You're changing halfway through. Yes. You're so enough. Really?
0: I'm extra. What can I say?
1: It's a two hour. Sh- it's a two hour show. Plus, question and answers and audience participation all mixed in. How are you going to leave the stage for a change, sir? And what for? Who said, for what who said
0: anything about leaving the stage to change?
1: Could we not turn this into a striptease, please? Please. I'm not able. Eh? I don't like stampedes. I don't like people <laughs> cut a bitch. I'm not able to fight nobody. I can, but you see, my nails—they're a work of art, and my nails for the show are going to be extra pretty. I'm not able to break none of them fighting nobody. Seriously. Come on, man. Just like we can we just be normal a little
0: bit? Just a little bit. Normal is not one thing that any anybody would use to describe the show. So, no. <laughs> All right. So we are going to go ahead and get into this first topic for today. This is a listener question. Oh, God. That's a long one.
1: Because you always make me read the long one. I'm just
0: going to read it. I'm going to read it. So a friend of mine who I've who I've. Upfront friend zone kept offering to eat my pussy as a friend And I decided one day to take him up on his offer Now I still consider us just to be friends But I feel like his feelings and perception of our relationship is starting to change Recently he's been saying, why can't we just be together? Why aren't I good enough for you to be your boyfriend? I don't see what the problem is You like the way I eat your pussy We're best friends pretty much And a great friendship is the base of any great relationship So why can't we just go to the next step When I push back And say to him You know that we're just going to be friends Because that's what we've always been And that's all I've ever wanted He says okay fine and asks me When you going to come sit on my face again It's really difficult for me To turn down his oral skills Because the man has an exceptionally gifted tongue And always makes me come But not enough for me to lose focus and pursue Or be pursued into a relationship Love everything about him, but he's just not somebody I want to be in a long-term relationship with. I want to keep the best of both worlds, have my cake and eat it too, so to speak, but I feel like that's becoming increasingly impossible. I'm pretty sure both of you will say to stop letting him eat my pussy and just be friends, but I'm curious as if either of you has an alternative suggestion, LOL. Love the show, appreciate the advice, and look forward to hearing from the both of you. AJ, why do people... like? I, why do people continue to write into us knowing what our thing is going to be? And the thing is, is that she knows the right thing to do. She's being selfish in choosing to still pursue it because of what you're getting sexually out of it, um, ma'am. And I don't mean any disrespect or anything with this, but you're being a selfish ass person right now. He's clearly tell- telling you his intent. You're clearly communicating your intent, but you are not sticking to your intent by continuing to let this sexual thing go down. Yes, and me and AJ are advocates of if everyone's okay with just sex, then pursue it. You have to be honest with it. If you guys can both handle it, then then that's fine. But what he's showing you and telling you is that he cannot handle that. So why continue to allow him to do it? Asia, what do you think?
1: I almost want to jump on the other side of it and say. This is going to sound really bad, but if she's communicated to him clearly Mm -hmm. that she doesn't want to be in a relationship with him and he's heard her say that because he continues to do. Yeah.
0: He he has, he has culpability in this as well.
1: Right. So why can she not continue to have, okay. So it's, it's like a 50 50, right? Yes. She has ownership because she knows that he wants to be with her and she shouldn't toy with his feelings that way. As much as like, you know, the pussy eating is great and all that kind of stuff. And, and, you know, She shouldn't toy with his feelings that way, but on the flip side of it, he has to take ownership for it as well, because he knows she doesn't want to be with him. And it's, you know what, th- for me, this is like the, the women who figure, okay, I'm going to put the pussy on him so good. And I'm going to suck his dick so good that he's going to want to be with me in whatever situation he's in, he's going to leave. And he's just going to want to be in a relationship with me. Okay, well, that didn't work. So I'm going to show up at his house with a meal and I'm going to cook for him. And I'm going to clean up his place. And I'm going to fuck him some more. You know, like You can't fuck people into a relationship. You can't eat someone's pussy into a relationship. You know what I mean? So... I don't know. I'm kind of 50-50 about it. She shouldn't play with his feelings, but he also needs to accept that she doesn't want to be with him and him, you know, showing her that he's a fantastic lover isn't going to make her change her mind.
0: Yeah, but I, and I agree with you and I don't think she's playing with her, with his feelings only because she is being honest. Where I'm Where I'm holding her accountable for is her saying that she wants to still maintain this friendship when it's clear it's it's going to be made uncomfortable if you continue to pursue this because of him i'm not saying she's making it uncomfortable but she is is the one who's able to step back and see the see the situation for what it is he's caught up in what he wants and that's fine and she is a little bit too but You can't say that you want to continue to have the best of both worlds and your cake and eat it too and your friendship not be affected because he's made it clear. He's made his intentions clear. If you guys continue down this path that friendship that you have, solely that friendship is going to be strained and tested because that's not really what he wants out of this. So yeah they both have their parts in this. Like he needs to listen to her, to what she says, but at the same time in his mind yeah, yeah. Stop sitting on the man's face. Like Find another face in it. It's okay. Yeah.
1: Yeah. You have to be, she has to be strong. It may, it it, it would come down to her being the stronger of the two and telling him no. And really, and truly like if she's, if she's, if she means a hundred percent that she just wants to be friends with him, she needs to stick to her guns and put the, the, the sexual part of it aside. And if she really values their friendship, if she values their relationship, she needs to draw that line in the sand with herself and with him more so with herself and say, okay, like, you know what? seriously, like, I need to stop playing with his his feelings because he's he's going to end up getting hurt. You know what I mean? And, and if yeah. you if you do care about him and he is, as you said, you know, the closest thing to being your best friend, respect that and, and just love the sexual part of it. And like CJ says, find another face to sit on.
0: There are multiple faces out here for everybody. <laughs> That's all I'll say about that. Um, <laughs> moving on, let's get into the next one. All right. This one's funny. I just love the energy in this one. Okay, it starts off like this. Okay, so boom. I just love it. I love that opening. Um, Been with my husband for almost seven years. Married for three. He's done everything, man. I'm talking about chlamydia when I was pregnant. Pulled a knife on me when I was pregnant. Beat me up after losing our first baby over an argument. Fought me while holding our daughter... When she was about three months, everything. So I've just kind of decided that it's over. And bitch kind of thinks that she has PTSD and everything. Question is, why do I feel bad for ending it? Like, what's wrong with me? Because I just don't damn get it. You said it in the email. You have PTSD. Relationship PTSD is an absolute... Thing and you get and you in your brain it normalizes the situation you're in because you've dealt with so much shit for so long that that's your that's become your version of normal you've taken the first step in the right direction of deciding that you're over it but you can't feel bad just look and read everything you just wrote in that email I'm sure that's not everything that's happened in that time you'd be crazy as fuck to stay the man pulled a knife out on you like like that shit's not normal sis
1: yeah she needs to um there's a lack of self-love there. You know, the fact that the fact that you didn't leave after him beating you up because you lost your child, the fact that you didn't leave, like the fact that you've taken so much, even to the point where he's pulled a knife on you, you know what I mean? He's beaten you up. He's threatened your life in front of your daughter. You know, there there comes a point where you just have to say enough is enough and you have to understand that loving yourself is far more important than loving anybody, you know? He could have killed you, and then what? You wouldn't be having this conversation with anybody, you know? Um, I think some women, because of lack of self-esteem, because of low self-esteem, because of lack of nurturing, because of lack of, you know, guidance and steering and direction and all them sort of things that she didn't get growing up, you know, there's a part that's missing in a lot of women, and a lot of men as well, Um, in in how to love themselves and and knowing what's acceptable from another human being you're in a relationship with versus what's not acceptable. And, And the fact that no one gets to treat you like a piece of garbage. No one gets to walk all over you. No one gets to treat you like a piece of dirt and that you are valuable. I think what she's lacking is the understanding that she's valuable and that her life is worth something, that she herself is worthy and worth something and that there's no one that can put a price tag on that for her. You know, she sounds... Very much like you know, she doesn't. She's lacking self-love and definitely lacking a lot of self-care. And like C J said, you know, relationship PTSD is a very, very real thing. There are so many mental health issues in our community. Like it's, it's frightening the things that people put up with. You know, if this is something that she saw where you know her mother went through this kind of thing and she normalized it, you know, that becomes like regular and routine and everyday behavior. And there's nothing normal about that in any way shape or form you feel bad because you've normalized it and now you know there's part of you that's saying to yourself okay well this is all i know what do i do now you know you need to get some counseling and you need to get some really solid emotional guidance and start the process of healing and start the process of learning to love yourself
0: that is a fact jack and the thing too is that even if you're still learning to love and value yourself to just get serious um You should value your life for your daughter, for your child. Like, you have to be there for her. This man could take you out at any time, and then what? Then your daughter's stuck being raised by him, more than likely. Or, God forbid, he goes to jail for whatever happens, and then she's in the system, raised by neither one of you guys. So think about that. You have to protect yourself for your child, and this situation that you've been in for the last seven years is not that.
1: Yeah. I feel like it's this weird thing, like, and I've been seeing this a lot um, lately on social media about, you know, when do, when does an individual accept responsibility for their trauma and getting counseling and help for the trauma so that trauma doesn't continue to be cyclical, you know, like, my mother you know like her her generation would say oh well that's how our parents treated us and then my grandparents generation would be well that's how their parents treated them you know and you keep going back and back in history and people just keep saying oh well that's how i was raised that's all i know but at the end of the day every single one of us has a choice and i always say i say this regularly on our podcast if you know how shitty something feels why would you want to do that to another human being you know you have a girl child why would you want to have her in an environment where you've normalized that behavior for her so as she grows up she feels like it's okay for a man to beat her she feels like it's okay for a man to treat her like a piece of shit. she feels like it's okay for a man to disrespect her pull a knife on her threaten her life and all these things you know if you love your daughter let the trauma end with you get counseling get help so she can see that her mom is a strong woman and so she can see you know what that looks like and 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 to know that that doesn't have to be the be-all and end-all of your existence that you're actually making a concerned effort to make a change and say you know what i know how bad this feels i never want my daughter to have to experience this i never want my daughter to have to go through something like this
0: that's a fact jack
1: who's jack why is jack getting on? who's jack
0: hey jack is getting some free publicity on this episode um <laughs> you ready to get into the next one
1: yeah i like this one so if you're talking to a person, like in the getting to know stage, what is too much communication and when does it start to become clingy? <laughs> I'm going to let you into this. <laughs> all right. So
0: everyone who knows me knows I fucking hate clinginess with a passion. Like that's one of the things that uh, Hayes is a beautiful butterfly that needs to sp- spread his wings. No, let me stop. Let me stop. No, but um, all jokes aside, I think that. It, you have to learn the person you're with and they have to learn you. Everyone has their own different levels of what they think is clingy or not. Some people honestly enjoy if their partner wants to be under them most of the time. Some people don't. Um, for me, I'm one of those people, I'm weird. I want, I wouldn't mind you being around but I need to be doing my own thing. Like, be in the house with me, in a different room. Like, go do your thing. Let me do my thing. Um, but everyone's not like that. Some people want that person to be underneath them. Some people don't. Um, so I think that there's no just one answer to this It's you have to, you have to learn the person you're with and what their, their likes and dislike are as far as time and space. Everyone has different requirements for space. Um, but space is, is good in a relationship. I think that if you start feeling like you're becoming clingy, then you should probably start dialing down a little bit just to give that space. And if they miss that time, then they'll come back to you and say, "Hey, why aren't we doing this anymore? Like we used to." I think that that would be the proper way to approach it. Just kind of gauge if you guys haven't had that conversation before. What about you, AJ? I,
1: I don't think that there's anything wrong with um, having space enough to miss someone and having yes. space enough for that. It's you. Yes. Um. I think you know? I think there's something to that adage of you know absence makes the heart grow fonder. Um, I think for me personally, I think it's bizarre to do every single thing with the person. Okay, so for example, a friend of mine, no matter where she goes, her husband wants to come. So she says, you know, I'm going to Vegas with the girls for two days. He says, okay, well, I'm gonna come. I'll just book a separate room. I'm like, Regen, why? And not like he's gonna invite his friends and come. He wants to come and hang out with the girls. If she's going shopping with the girls, he wants to come. If she's going to go get their, her nails done, she, he wants like, that to me is a little bit too much, but she doesn't mind it, you know? Whereas my friend, Katie her, she'll be in the living room watching TV. Her husband will be in the bedroom watching something completely different. They'll text each other from time to time to make sure that the other person's good. But they're, in, like you said, they're in the same household, but they're spending time apart doing their own individual thing. They're not hitched up underneath one another. I don't like the hitch up, hitch up business. I start to feel like my skin is scratching me when anybody's underneath me for yeah. far too long. Yeah. Make your, make your make your money, I want an opportunity to miss you.
0: Yeah. I, I want to be able to say, hey, you know, you've been in here watching Lifetime. I've been watching basketball all day. You want to watch a movie later? Like, let's let's have time apart to do that. Because, and the thing is too, and even taking that out the same, you, you are still very much two different people. No one has the same interests. So if you guys are spending literally every time, every moment together, someone is taking time away from something they're legitimately interested in more than likely to do that time, like you should want that space so you can do and have your own thing. It's important in relationships to have your own things, your own passions, and for that person to support you. Like you said, it gives you time to it gives you A it gives you time to miss the other person, but it also gives you something to talk about. If we're together all the goddamn time, up under each other all the time, I ain't got shit to talk to you about. You were there for everything. What the fuck are we talking about? It's the same thing with texting all damn day. Like I cannot do that shit because if we text all goddamn day long when i get home from work don't expect me to say shit to you i've told you everything like you gotta pick one
1: i um, i I sometimes wonder if it's like an insecurity issue to want to be like okay so i know that there's like the 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 stage of euphoria that everybody goes through in the first say three to six months of a new relationship where You want to be around the person all the time. You want to be hitched up in the person all the time. You want to leave another person, buddy. You want fuck and lick and suck and kiss and hug and touch and all them things. All the wonderful, sexy, loving, beautiful things. But at some point, you have to go back to being an individual within the relationship. And I just feel like sometimes, you know, is the person that's being clingy, are they insecure or thinking that, you know, if they're not there every second, if they're not hitched up under the person every second, that the other person is starting to look elsewhere
0: that's, that's an insecure really, really. thing if that's a, if that's your thought that's an insecure thing like i shouldn't have to be around you all the time to make you feel like i'm not wanting anyone else like it has nothing to, i want me how about that i want me like fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. all right okay well there you go hopefully we gave some good advice on that we're gonna go ahead we're gonna get, jump into the next topic this is the last one before we take a brief break we're gonna get into the tour of the week from the sexy voice of nick from erotic boudoir but let's get into this next one. I love how many husband, how many married couples are writing to us. This let's let you know. Love, us and bad So is not just for single people. We are also for the married people. You guys can get a lot out of it as well. This next one. My wife has been pressuring me to go down on her while she's on her period. She feels like it's comparable to her swallowing my semen during oral. Am I wrong for being completely disgusted by this? AJ, I, I need your opinion on this first before I go on my tangent. So go ahead. Take it away. Oh,
1: man. Oh, boy. Um, Okay, so the question he's asking specifically, is he wrong for being disgusted by it? No. Uh, My personal feelings about, like, eating pussy when a woman is on her red, it's a definite no. Like, your body is discharging waste.
0: Thank you! That's the difference. That is the biggest difference in this. Go ahead.
1: it's, It's toxic. Like, semen isn't toxic. Like there's a huge difference between, okay, and don't get me wrong, everyone knows I have bloodlust, right? But even that is a reach for me. I can't, that's just, I would never, because I don't like my own period coming out of my body. I can't imagine, you know, subjecting someone to that. It's it's waste that's coming out of your body. Your body is shedding a byproduct of not being pregnant. That's not something anybody is supposed to ingest in any way, shape or form. It's not healthy. <laughs> it's not enjoyable. Not, 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 not really, not and period because blood
0: smells like weak old meatloaf. Guys, it <laughs>
1: be period blood. Period blood is the most unpleasant fucking smelling thing that any outside like your doo Period blood is very Who <laughs> un- laughed laugh at me. Period blood is very, it's unpleasant. It really and truly is. I don't know any woman who, you know, when she's going through that time of the month, thinks to herself, oh my God, I smell like a goddess. Nah, bitch, we don't, none of us do. We smell crazy because our body is shedding waste. Me personally, the first couple of days, I'm in a bug up here. I don't want nobody to touch me. Much less put your face between my legs. <laughs> and, boss. and then you're gonna come up with like a, no, 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 no. You're not wrong for feeling disgusted. I feel disgusted for you. It's not. It Were it sanitary, that would be one thing. It is not comparable to swallowing semen in any way, shape or form. Semen is not a shedding byproduct. Your body is not going through a monthly change. It's not getting rid of anything. When you have your period, your body is getting rid of things. It's not supposed to stay there. Yo, man. Okay. Honestly.
0: Here's the difference. Semen is... Br- it, semen brings life. Period blood is the destruction of life. So, Maybe. just that just yeah. that difference alone to let you know which one is safer to put in your mouth. Um, there's no way in hell I'm ever eating anyone on their period. Let me just say that for right now. Um, secondly, are you wrong to be disgusted by it? Hell fucking no, you're not wrong to be disgusted by it. Um, you know, some people... Some women, I think, just like the idea of a man wanting them that much that so they're willing to do that. But even then, it's like, man, listen, that shit is nasty as fuck. That shit is na- that's that's tantamount to saying, "Can I take a dump on your chest?" Either way, it's hell. No, I'm I'm good. God,
1: nobody's doing that. No, mm-hmm. that shit. Hell, no. Don't don't give in. <laughs> I know you love her. Don't give in. You're just going to make yourself sick and you're just going to end up in the hospital. There is no good that could come of you ingesting all waste coming out of somebody's body.
0: Mm. Well, we're going to go ahead and we're going to take a break from from the waste there. We're going to get into, into Toy Talk from Erotic Boudoir and we will see you guys right after Welcome this.
2: Welcome to Toy Talk with Erotic Boudoir. I'm Nick, your personal sex toy sensei, here to help you prioritize your pleasure. This week's toy feature is Coochie brand shaving cream. Coochie Brand Shaving Cream is like a spa day in a tube. The shaving cream is filled with rich, natural ingredients to enrich your skin and an irresistible aroma to drive your partner wild. Coochie Brand Shaving Cream creates a protective barrier that prevents shaving bumps, rashes, and ingrown hairs while delivering an extra smooth shave. This best-selling shaving cream also prevents those unsightly red bumps that pop up after shaving to leave your skin looking and feeling seductively soft. You can even use it as a conditioner to moisturize your skin and leave even the coarsest hairs silky soft. This brand is a must-have for anyone with sensitive skin and it works miracles on your bikini area, underarms, and legs. Don't be shocked if you catch your guy using it. It comes in four sizes, 3.4-ounce, 7.2-ounce, 12.5, and 32 ounces. Prices range between $9.99 and to 35.99 and if you use discount code LLBAS you'll receive 10% off your entire purchase. Go to our website com to get yours today. Remember, prioritize your pleasure with Erotic Boudoir.
0: All right, and we're back. So, this next one is another um Uh, Question from a married couple This one is me and my husband Have recently started role role playing during sex For about the last six months I'm noticing that during sessions Where we are not role playing And I'm just myself He rushes to get get it over And is considerably less passionate Is he secretly using role play To avoid cheating on me Will this desire for other women Eventually be the end Of our marriage AJ
2: I'm
1: confused. So she thinks that he wants to role play with her because he's trying to avoid cheating on her? Yeah. I, 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 I'm I, sorry. I don't understand. I think role playing is sexy as fuck. I really and truly do. Like, when it's done right and people are really open to it, like, there's so many scenarios and situations that you can create and explore in. Like, it, it's just, like, endless possibilities you know even like when we you know with with nick being like our 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 primary sponsor like you know she's got toys and gadgets and gizmos aplenty. i feel like little mermaid and and who's it's and what's it's galore you know she's got costumes and this that and the third that you can dress up put a wig on be somebody different and spice it up why would your automatic first thought be that he's doing this with you to avoid cheating maybe he just wants to try some different things to create excitement and newness in your relationship if you guys know anything about me and cj we hate complacency sexually in a relationship and complacency in a relationship period you know people get into life and they figure okay well i'm married now we can have sex once or twice a week do missionary do doggy style here you go
0: divorced six months later
1: right that's what's going to create the divorce six months later if you actually get into the role play and actually allow yourself an opportunity to enjoy it, it may just find that you're actually enjoying it. If you have a problem with him rushing you, tell him to stop blood clot rushing you. Plain and simple. Tell him to take his time. Tell him what it is that you enjoy. Like Get active and interactive with him within the role-playing. Don't complain about it. Enjoy it.
0: While I agree with you, role-playing is a beautiful thing, and I think role-playing can add excitement and all that to a relationship. I actually did my research on this a little bit, and I found that actually... Thirty percent of um, relationships got into role playing after a partner cheated, and of that, eighty-five percent of those couples did not have infidelity as a part of their relationship in the future. So, some people do use it as a coping for for cheating. Now, where I think you're you're going wrong at is to assume that he wants to only role play to avoid cheating. Even even if that's so, if he's doing that with you to avoid cheating, he's seeing maybe that he's tempted and he's using something within the refined the the confines of your marriage to maybe fix that and there's nothing wrong with that like i think that people get so caught up in emotions that they realize that listen everyone faces temptation that doesn't make him a bad husband it doesn't make you a bad wife if you were to say you were tempted by something else what what separates that is this is that you don't give in to those temptations and you focus on your marriage. And if he is tempted by whatever, whether it be porn, whether it be TV, whether it be another person, whatever, if he's, if he's instead channeling that into trying new things with you, that's a positive in my book.
1: That's what I was going to say. Like, I I completely agree with that. So my question for her, and I don't know that there, she's going to respond, but my question would be like, is there a middle ground, you know, because she says that when she's her regular self, He's not like he, he wants to hurry up and get through it. So there's something that's exciting him in the role play that is, you know, causing him to have different sensations or want to go longer. Is there some way that you can maybe merge those two? Because obviously when you're role playing, it's still it's still you. Like as much as you're getting into character, it's still you at the end of the day. You know what I mean? Like no one can really pretend to be somebody else that isn't intrinsically some part of them. You know, it's like actors, like they they study, they do methodology, they do all these things, but at the end of the day, somewhere inside of them, that character or that person exists, which is why there aren't like eight billion actors on the planet, you know. For her, if she's role-playing and she's good at role-playing and he's really into it, somewhere inside of her is that is is that character or whoever it is that she's playing. Is there somewhere to some way to maybe merge those two or you know, bring part of that characteristic into your regular? non role play sex life like I I don't know and then my thing too is like does she enjoy when she's role-playing like is it in this and she's only doing it for
0: him maybe it's something that it's not in him maybe it's something you're doing different when you're role-playing that you may not even notice maybe you're freed a little bit more sexually when you're role-playing because you're a different person talk to him like like, I don't mean AJ drill that point a lot here is is communication but it really is important like communicate with them how you're feeling um and then have that discussion and get back to us and let us know what he says i really want to hear back on this one so please do get back to us um but yeah definitely have that conversation with him all right
1: so i got because you got the last one and i don't even like the last one okay wait the last one do no. you think we could we... yeah so we received an email um ajcj i enjoy you too truly I need the advice of the pervy pervy professionals. (laughs) I'm dealing with a guy who is obsessed with full figured women. We just recently started having sex, and he has a thing about my fupa. When he's going down on me, he enjoys gripping and grabbing. I can't even. Did you really just do that? I'm so sorry, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, I don't necessarily have an issue with it because I've come to grips that no matter how much I work out, it's not going anywhere. I had weight loss surgery last year and have lost 102 pounds. So that area that he's touching um has just always been a sore spot for me, figuratively speaking. When he touches my fupa, I cringe. Not enough to make him stop, but enough to point to the point where I can't really enjoy myself because now that's all I'm thinking about. How can I get rid of this in my head? Signed CK. <sighs>
0: I think that this one is really awfully easy to answer is the fact that look at it this way something that you're insecure about something that's been a problem for you something that has caused you mental stress is something that he loves and embraces about you that's beautiful when you think about it for for it to be something that you are so insecure about and and it'd be something that that may that turns him on and that he Wants to embrace and that he wants to feel And touch on and rub on during sex Like and it turns him on Isn't that beautiful isn't that kind of what we all want About our insecurities
1: Yeah So for anyone who doesn't know what a fupa is I'm assuming most people do it's the fact <laughs> <laughs> It's a little poochy pouchy part That you know is just below our belly buttons That you know is right above our pussy They say like it, it's the shelter you know Good pussy needs shelter and that's what the fupa does Um, we did an episode where I'm going to say this in the most respectful way possible. You know, we, we had said to somebody like, girl, he knew you were fat when he got into the relationship, let the fatness go, revel in your fatness, revel in your body size. The man loves you. He knew what he was getting into when he got involved with you. This man loves your body. You know, we struggle as women. You know, to find the love and appreciation for our own bodies, much less, you know, to let somebody love up on us. This man loves your body. Allow him not. Let him love up on you. Let him hold a fupa. Let him grip it, squeeze it, lick it, suck it, bite it. Whatever it is that, you know, makes him feel worthy. Worthy for you to allow him to revel in your greatness and to revel in your body. Why would you ever have an issue with that? And I get that it's an insecurity, you know what I mean? Because for years we've been told, like, If you're fatter, if you have a fupa, it's it's not sexy, it's unattractive, and a whole bunch of other shit. But we don't live in that age anymore. And this is definitely not that generation. That man wants to love up on your body, girl. You better take that loving and stop being silly.
0: Exactly. Like, what the is that really? Is that really an issue? Like, you know how many people listen to this podcast and wish a man would grab and lick on their damn fupa?
1: Right? But you know what? It's like people who, like, you know, they say, oh, I'm a big girl and I don't want to take my shirt off. Bitch, what? Take that shit off. Are you crazy? That man knew that you were big when he got involved with you. It's not going to come as a surprise to him. You know, oh, well, I don't want to have sex with the lights on because I don't want him to see me. Did you think he doesn't know what you look like
0: when he and started see, and talking? And that's the thing. is like if you don't embrace your body, how do you expect other people to? The thing is, listen, you have one body. The thing is, if you're fat, if you're skinny, if you're whatever, change it. If you can't change it or if you're not working on it, guess what? Embrace it. It's still the only fucking body you have. There's no point in being insecure. There's no point in trying to hide it. If you get to the point where somebody wants to fuck you, best believe they already know you got roles. They know you got fupa. They know you you get what? What is it called when a man has a fupa like and they can barely see the dick? What is that called? Do we still call that fupa? Well, I guess it
1: would be a no. Well, maybe, but I guess it would be like the upper fat upper penis area. Yeah, so I guess it would still be a fupa. Okay.
0: So if they got one, like just like everyone, man with with man breasts, like take off your foot, fu- all that shit. If you get to the point of fucking someone, take all that shit off. Let the sweat, the titties, the everything, the fupa, the all of it, just go everywhere. Just have fun. Like stop being insecure.
1: Yeah, if the person if the person generally wants to be with you, accept it, embrace it. You, you don't want to put yourself in a situation of of turning the person off because you're so insecure about your body it's unnecessary you know they know what they're getting into they can see you very clearly and if he hasn't run from it why are you
0: and it's so funny to me when like and i don't mean this offensively but like when big girls like they wore the corsets or the tight shirts or the, or the and they think they're hiding something listen we know the fast there i'm just letting you know as a man right now we still know was- the fast there we know that shit <laughs> So, you ain't hide nothing from us that we don't fucking know. I'm just letting you know right now.
1: Free up the fat. Let it hang out. Let it hang loose.
0: Embrace it. Free the fuck. I, I see this just so much like, you can tell they're like wearing something to like suck in their stomach and it's like, you think we don't know that you got a fucking gut? You think we can't see that shit?
1: <laughs> oh, boy. So, let me ask you as a man, is, is a fupa a thing for you? Like, is that a turn off for you? Would you say, okay, well... I really like her, but I wish her belly would be a little bit flattered and she worked out a little bit and I'd come back because it's, you know?
0: Listen, I mean, the thing is, is that big girls in general don't turn me off. It Like, if you're sloppy and big, it kind of turns me off. But just general fupa, no. Like, no. We're, gr- we're grown as fuck. High school, CJ? Probably. At this point, I'm 32 fucking years old. You think I'm going to run away from some good pussy because it's a goddamn fupa? Lift that shit up. It's good. We, we got this. Don't even worry about it.
1: <laughs> this man said lift that shit up Woo! yes I love you it reinforced for me today that I love you <laughs>
0: <laughs> alright let's get into this last one are you ready
1: no I don't want. I'm not ready and I okay. don't want to read.
0: well life. too bad um, so this one is a email that we got this one starts off bless good afternoon CJ I hope this finds you in the in strength king I'm writing you with one specific purpose, and it's to ask your advice on how to approach your co-host, AJ, and ask her out on a date. I had the pleasure of engaging with her this past weekend at a party. However, I'm pretty sure she doesn't remember me, but I overheard a conversation that she has a podcast, and I asked the name of it and listened to a few episodes. After hearing both of you, after hearing her, I'm further convinced that I need to be in this woman's presence in a one-on-one capacity. She's vibrant beyond belief. And everyone gravitated towards her. She's beautiful, has a juicy physique. Yes, she does. And doesn't even let me don't even let me get started on her smile. It is infectious. Asia has one of the most beautiful smiles in the world. The desire is strong enough that I even that I'm even wanting to buy a ticket to attend your live event in D.C. next month. You're one of the closest people to her. What advice can you give me and what and would it be odd for me to attend the live and approach her there i definitely don't want to come off as a creep especially after having listening to your creep episode thank you stay up andre all right andre here's the thing this this is one thing that we know about but about aj showing up to the live show and approaching her in a business capacity is a no showing up to the live show to support Definitely do that. Definitely. I would say get engaged, but showing up with the purpose to try to approach her in a romantic capacity in that weekend, I honestly feel is a built selfish because that that weekend is about her business is about an expression expression of her joy of this podcast. So I would say, no, don't do that. I wouldn't say not come. You can still come. Um, But as far as getting AJ's attention, we all know AJ likes directness and to talk to her. I don't know me. I promise right hand to God at this point of our lives. AJ has not told me anything about you. She's attracted to you. I don't even know if she remembers you or not. But what I will say is I don't feel like overhearing her and listening to the podcast. I don't feel like that was creepy at all because she she got your interest. That's what you do when you when uh, people anyone who says they don't try to look up someone on ig or facebook or whatever after they meet someone and hear the name is a face ass lie so i don't think that's that's creepy necessarily you haven't sent her any dms as far as i know so you haven't been creep but i would say if you truly want to try to get to know aj as she said on this podcast many times the best thing is to do is to just hit her up and say you would like to have a conversation with her don't lead off with the dick pic though because she hates that shit <laughs> you
1: see and this is my concern about doing the raffle because i don't remember this person Like, it was just such a crazy and chaotic weekend that there isn't, I wasn't focused on any one person or, you know, remembering any specific thing other than um, the guest of honor. So, I don't know. But, um, that's just stress. Now, suppose this man comes to the event and wins the raffle, then I have to sit on with this person. Ah, boss. No, no, no. I, uh, I don't have anything to
0: say. I mean, the thing is, like, you're you're a very flattering person. Everything he said is real. You know you're radiant and you know that people do gravitate towards you. So you should expect stuff like this. And you're now you're a public figure, AJ. You have to you have to realize this, that especially as this podcast grows more and more and more, you're a public figure. So there's gonna be people who gravitate towards you even more so than when you were able to kind of fly under the radar. That shit is done. That shit is done, finished, <laughs> finito. There's no more flying under the radar. Um, but I think this is beautiful. I think that you know, th- there's there's something charming about this email, in my opinion. Um, but yeah, don't just talk to her. Like, the, and maybe that's me. You know, I'm arrogant um, at times, so I've never had to deal with this. But if you like, what's wrong? You've done all this. Send her an email. Follow her on IG. Send her like she just hey, start up a conversation. I don't mean creepiness or whatever, but start off with just a regular conversation with AJ. AJ is very approachable, so.
1: Yeah, that your, your yeah, those, those, those are those are, <laughs> that's good
0: advice. I feel like I could write a book How to Pursue AJ for Dummies, like I could write.
1: Yeah, let's not do shit. that. Thank I'm gonna wait, <laughs> I'm gonna
0: wait till like five years into this podcast and we'll be like, this is what you need to do.
1: But I, I do, I, I, I appreciate regular conversation, um, and not to sound like arrogant or cocky like i know i'm a pretty fabulous person i just don't walk around acting like i'm a pretty fabulous person like I, i'm a, a regular joe so to speak so regular conversation for me is good like i don't need that what do they call it gaslighting what people are trying to like swell up your head i'm saying i
0: don't no, i don't, gaslighting don't like that. something else isn't it?
1: gaslighting
0: no gaslighting In, is is when you try to like convince somebody their problems aren't actual problems um, or something like that
1: wrong thing then. Okay, so I don't like the swellhead conversations. I don't like the I don't like when people gush over me. Um, it makes me actually feel really uncomfortable and really weird. So regular conversation, as CJ said, is is appreciated. Please don't send dick pics because I'm just going to screenshot it and send it to all my girlfriends and have everybody laugh after you. You don't want that either. Well, and like if somebody
0: sends you a dick pic and it's like a 15-inch a girthy-ass penis, then what? That's
1: it's weird. <laughs> <laughs> it is weird because it's like You know, I don't know, like that kind of shit is just weird to me. Like I had a a guy, you know, DM me a couple of days ago and the conversation started off really nice. And then about an hour after that, he's like, oh, so, you know, what do you sleep in when you go to bed? I'm sorry, what? (laughs) How? How did we get from how was your day? I'm the only one
0: who can ask you questions like that.
1: You know what I mean? But we have a relationship. So that shit's okay. But how you don't know me from anywhere. Why would that be a priority to you? It's not cute. And if you're doing it to try to test me, you're going to fuck yourself because I'm going to tell you to fuck yourself and then block you. So you just can't talk to me no more. Don't be that guy. Regular conversation is good. I'm a regular person. As much as I act like an ass sometimes, I'm very intellectual. I like stimulating conversation. I really do. So. Yeah, that's I don't remember who he is. See, now I got to search my memory banks and try to remember who was like actually preying me and really really trying to talk to me. <sighs> Can you people stop sending emails to CJ please? CJ don't have no advice for nobody. I just gave great fucking advice. What are you talking about?
0: The the shade. The shade CJ doesn't have advice for anyone. Fuck that. Oh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, listen, my DMs are open. So I
1: feel feel, feel like he's what if he shows up to the show and like what if he's the person that wins the raffle? Man, we gotta talk about this raffle because there are just too many variables, too many unknown variables, lot of okay. Really?
0: All right. Well, AJ, that is it for this week. We actually bre- we had a lot of topics. I'm surprised we got through them as fast as what we did. I do have one thing left to say before this. Listen, Love, Lust, and Badass Soul Live show is coming up May the 4th. May the 4th be with you. It's going down in D.C. I actually have a tribe of people. I was going to say pack, but that's a negative connotation. A tribe of people coming through. Um, Actually, my co-host from the Breaks Radio Low is actually coming to celebrate her birthday weekend that weekend with us at Loveless and Badass Soul. So.
1: Nice. It's going to be, I think it's going to be a great kickoff to our three-city tour, possibly a fourth city, depending on how things go. Um, but I'm looking forward to it. As much as I, I keep saying that it's, it's making me nervous because it, it really is, I'm definitely looking forward to it, and it. It's getting a lot of really great traction. And I think on a whole, I think it's going to be a really great experience for everyone who attends
0: ladies were red in some shape form or fashion have your toes I'm listening I'm telling y'all right now if a woman shows up to this show with her toes out and they not done they are not prepared for the wrath that's coming from this stage I'm letting you know right now don't come into my show and have your feet your feet game not be on point I'm just letting you know I will flame I will stop the fucking show
1: really yes that's
0: not nice you don't do that that's not nice we don't I do (laughs)
1: <laughs>
0: but nonetheless, just brought me some fun there aj tell the people where they can find us
1: you've been warned by cj you've been duly warned you have a month's notice for what the expectation is like you don't come find me to cry and see that cj with me to you, you you've been warned i have no i have no ownership for anything that happens after that i'm so sorry so, are you doing the striptease on stage? Is that when we're removing the graceful pants? What, what?
0: No. Mm-mm.
1: You said you are you're doing a,
0: a steam change. Yeah, I know. I may come out in no clothes to start the show off. Who knows? I may not even have pants to start the show off.
1: We all know that that's not true.
0: Come that's what now. you think. I got some whitey tighties just so I can come out on the stage in shock.
1: First of all, me, girl. No, me, <laughs> <beauty.
0: laughs>
1: Do they even make those bitches anymore? You sell that shit still? Yeah,
0: they really? do. Yeah, there's, st- there's, there's still, there's still mama boys who wear that at 40 years old. Oh, man,
1: please tell me that you're not one of those people because that's oh, just fuck. not cute.
0: First of all, first, my balls are entirely too big for for tidy waddies. Like, no, I need room for my shits <laughs> to breathe.
1: Into my feelings about the whole shaving experience. You know, come let's just end now I can shave
0: for you again. What? I can actually shave for you again now. That boundary has gone now.
1: I'm going to punch you right in your throat and we're not having this
0: conversation right now. Shaving days my- in two weeks. I want my video. Okay. Well, AJ, tell the people where they can find us so we can go home.
1: Mm-hmm. You can find us on our social media platforms. uh. uh Instagram and Twitter at lovelustmbas you can find our episodes on Stitcher, Spreaker iTunes, iHeartRadio and Spotify and also Anchor Um, and we do have some older episodes on Google Play Uh, if you want to email us you can reach us at lovelustmbas all one word at yahoo.com please feel free to send us any questions concerns, follow up, feedback uh, discussion topics, anything that you'd like for us to tackle we'd be happy to get to that you can follow me personally on my social media. My Instagram is badass underscore Jones underscore. And you can also follow me on Twitter at that AJ one I am never going to memorize the phone number. That is all CJ's responsibility.
0: And that phone number is 614 547 2039. 614 547 2039. You can go ahead and send us any text messages, voicemails, whatever, but do not call for AJ because I will. Fl- I am starting to record these motherfuckers. So I'm letting <laughs> you know right now. I'm gonna store them up till we have enough. But these voicemails are fucking getting out of hand. So I can't wait to play these shits on air. But you can follow me at C-E-O-Hayes. It's at C-E-O-H-A-I-Z-E on every social major social media platform.
1: We need to do that one day. Just do like a compilation. Yep. Are they bad? I don't listen to them. I'm not even interested in listening to them. Are they bad?
0: They're, they're I, sw- I I can't I can't confirm, but I swear to God a guy was jacking off on the voicemail. Like you can just hear all. So I, I I swear, like either that or he was running or something. I don't know. But yeah. Um, we are the best adult podcasts on all the internet. This has been Love Lust and Badass, so we love each and every one of you guys. Peace.
1: you Still remember who we are. We're no different than we were but still. No, sustain so it's too far No, no, so stay, it's too far Too far gone Should be here, but you ain't right now Could be there, but I ain't right now Both those things could be changed right now and I shouldn't be thinking about one